You're listening to the Catholic Fragments Podcast, where we explore the treasures of Catholicism, the fullness of truth revealed in Jesus Christ and His Church. I'm your host, Dr. Donald Wallenfang, and I invite you to join me in gathering up the fragments of the truth that sets us free. Let us pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of St. Luke. One day as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed, They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who is paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hello, I'm Dr. Donald Wallenfang. I welcome you to this podcast about uh, the work of a great mentor of mine, Professor Jean-Luc Marion. Uh, who is originally from Paris, France, and taught at the Sorbonne, University of Paris-Sorbonne, for many years, as well as the University of Chicago Divinity School. And I'm actually there right now recording this podcast in the basement um, next to the Ground of Being coffee shop um, at the Divinity School at the University of Chicago. And I'm about to go into a, a lecture with Professor Marion in just a few minutes after wrapping up this podcast. Uh, so it's a really special um, thing for me to be sitting here doing this podcast at a, at a school where I, I took a class with Marion on phenomenology. So Jean-Luc Marion is, is known as a great Catholic philosopher. Uh, he won the Ratzinger Prize for Catholic Theology a couple years ago. 
and uh, he's he's one of my great mentors um, for the way I think, the way I do philosophy and theology, and it's just a great way for me to give tribute to him through this podcast, looking at just a couple of his ideas, but I could do a lifetime of podcasts on his work alone and beyond. Uh, but the the gospel reading from St. Luke gets at the heart of, of Marion's work in um, this philosophical method called phenomenology. These experiences in life, when we might look back and say, we have seen incredible things today, especially religious experiences, our relationship with God, uh, it is saturating. And that's an original concept of uh, Professor Marion's um, is called the saturated phenomenon. So I want to just read a passage from his book called Being Given Toward a Phenomenology of Givenness uh, on the concept of the saturated phenomenon. To sum it up, uh, the saturated phenomenon is, is a kind of experience, a phenomenon that gives itself to me an experience that overwhelms um, any concepts I have uh, as I go into the experience. The phenomenon, it like floods my perception and, and I can't do justice to it with words or even symbols, it's, it's too much. And the best religious experiences have this character about them. What we find in uh, the Judeo-Christian tradition throughout scripture, these theophanies, these manifestations of God or the, the power of God's proclamation through the prophets, all of these various scenes of human beings' interaction with God, God saturates us, by definition, obviously so. But Marion describes the saturated phenomenon as a counter-experience. And to read from his book, Being Given, which I think is his most systematic presentation of, of the concept, the saturated phenomenon, uh, and his whole phenomenology of givenness, he writes, Confronted with the saturated phenomenon, the I cannot see it, but it cannot any longer gaze at it as its mere object. It has the eye to see, but not keep it. What then does this eye without gaze see? It sees the superabundance of intuitive givenness, or rather, it does not see it clearly and precisely as such, since its excess renders it irregardable and difficult to master. The intuition of the phenomenon is nevertheless seen, but as blurred by the too narrow aperture, the too short lens. And again, he says later in the book, the eye does not see an exterior spectacle when it comes to the saturated phenomenon so much as it sees the reified traces of its own powerlessness to constitute whatever it might be into an object. So maybe I can translate um, the translation. <laughs> um, so a saturated phenomenon exceeds the capacities of the ego, of the self, of consciousness, of perception. It's excessive in its giving. Something like the, the transfiguration of Jesus on Mount Tabor with the apostles Peter, James, and John, uh, when, when his, he becomes dazzling and radiant before them, 
Peter and the others, they stammer. They're like, we don't know what to do. Peter's like, maybe we, uh, we should build tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Uh, and, and, and this is what happens when we have what other philosophers also at the University of Chicago Divinity School, like Paul Ricoeur and David Tracy, have called a limit experience. We have limit experiences in life when the magnitude of what we're experiencing transgresses our capacity to handle it, the saturated phenomenon. And there's something very real about this, and this is how it is with God, with the things of God. They saturate uh, our finitude, our finite concepts, our limits. And I want to read just one more passage from another book of uh, Professor Jean-Luc Marion's called God Without Being, uh, a very kind of scandalous title. He published this um, in, it was published in French in 1982, and then the English translation in 1991. Uh, but the passage from this book, God Without Being, what he's getting at here is, even though uh, traditional Western philosophy, uh, within the history of Western philosophy, uh, philosophers often talk about God in terms of being, that even this concept has its limits in relation to God. And we need to look to some of the early church fathers like Dionysius the Areopagite to think about uh, other ways to refer to God besides being, ways beyond being, such as the good. Um, and this passage in God Without Being uh, inspired by the work of Dionysius the Areopagite, Marion, Marion he's starting, uh, when he uses the word God in the text, he crosses out God. He puts a, what he calls the St. Andrew's cross through the O uh, of the word God. And, and it has this effect of we have to go beyond this conceptual idolatry when it comes to God and let God give God's self to us as he may, as he wants. And it is completely unpredictable. It humbles every concept we bring to the meeting. It's, it's such a beautiful text, and I'm just getting chills as uh, Professor Marion, is, his office is above where I'm sitting, and I'm about to go to class with him again, as I like to say, to sit at the feet of the Master. Uh, and and we all would admit Jesus is the master, of course, but there's just a, a tradition within a f um, students of philosophy that when they find a rabbi, so to speak, worth um, following, they sit at their feet and, and they say, with the Jewish expression, uh, may, may the dust of this rabbi be upon me. Um, and I've learned so much from him. And I uh, just want to, again, pay tribute to him in this podcast. I really encourage you to, to check out his work online. There's, there's some videos on YouTube with him, some interviews I've done with him there on YouTube. Professor Jean-Luc Marion, M-A-R-I-O-N, uh, great Catholic philosopher and theologian. Um, and so I want to pick up this passage then in his book, God Without Being. Um, and uh, we find there... Uh, where he writes, to cross out God, in fact, indicates and recalls that God crosses out our thought because he saturates it. Better, he enters into our thought only in obliging it to criticize itself. 
The crossing out of God we trace on his written name only because first he brings it to bear on our thoughts as his unthinkableness. We cross out the name of God only in order to show ourselves that his unthinkableness saturates our thoughts right from the beginning and forever. Wow, <laughs> this passage is incredible. The passage itself is saturating. But thinking about the nature of God, the divine reality, saturates our thoughts, saturates our thinking. Again, by definition, even St. Augustine said in Latin, si comprehendis non est Deus. If you comprehend it, it is not God. Precisely because God exceeds every thought, every concept, every circumscription by a finite creature. So when Marion writes in the book, cross, putting the St. Andrew's cross through the, the O of God, crossing out the name of God, it's doing justice to the reality of God. Not an atheism, but in a faith that is ever fresh and new and in, in a God who constantly gives himself to us. Um, so cross out the name of God only in order to show ourselves that his unthinkableness saturates our thought right from the beginning and forever. So may I leave you with that thought about the saturated phenomenon and that God is beyond every concept every limit, every idol that we would make uh, representing his divine nature. Uh, it's a great privilege for me to share with you the work of Professor Jean-Luc Marion and the concept of the saturated phenomenon. And I hope to feature more excerpts of his in um, the future in the Catholic Fragments podcast. Thank you for joining me on the Catholic Fragments podcast, where you are equipped to think toward the whole, to pray from the heart, and to live as a witness. <laughs>